So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. What's up, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose your first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we're teaching busy dads just like you how to do just that. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And on today's episode, I'm joined by Coach Ryan Walla, who is an assistant coach inside of the Forging Lead Fathers program, specifically helping our one-to-one private coaching clients get unstuck, have their breakthroughs, set in powerful goals, and achieve amazing results. And today we're going to be talking about screw your weaknesses and focus on your strength. And I know that that's like counter- that's like the antithesis of what you hear a lot in like the fitness space of constant personal development, working on your weaknesses, focusing on like areas of improvement. And instead, I want to flip that sort of like paradigm and, and you know, and, and have us focus on like the things that we are already doing well and doubling mm-hmm. down on those. And, you know, like, is there room to focus on our weaknesses? Of course. But when you're pressed for time, to focus on your strength. And I want to give you a quick example what I mean by that. And for me, I suck at double unders. So if anybody here is familiar with the, you know, CrossFit space and double unders, it's like jumping rope, but it's like two revolutions of rope for each jump. So if you jump and you can get the rope under your feet twice, like, and then land, then jump, then land. And in order to practice it, you have to whip yourself a ton I would I would get these bruises under my arms, on the back of my legs, on my butt, and I suck at double unders. I don't know if I'm not coordinated. I don't know if I wasn't jumping high enough. I don't know if I wasn't spinning enough. I was doing the penguin claps. I tried everything, and I would practice for 15, 20 minutes a day, and I was I just end up with bruises on my arms, and I was like, I could be using these 15, 20 minutes to just freaking work out. Instead, I'm sitting here literally whipping myself, and at the end of the day, is mastering double unders going to impact my fitness in any way? Or can I just run 400 meters, come back, do pushups and squats, run 400 meters, come back versus doing 50 double unders, right? So anyway, that's my story with, with just saying, screw my weaknesses. I'm going to focus on my strength. And uh, Ryan, love to hear your take on, on this concept in general. What are you hearing over there, man? First yeah. of all, what's up, man? How are you? I'm I'm fantastic, dude. It's so always good to be here and and riff with you and and dive deep and and provide value for the for the listeners. Um, I I really like this this topic today, and the I I believe that people leave a lot of quote unquote money on the table when it comes to this type of thing, and we've talked about it before. We'll say it again. What is your goal? What is your intention, right? If you have an hour, 90 minutes, two hours, if you have that much time to go to the gym, sure, spending 15 minutes a day might not be that big of a deal, practicing double unders or getting better at your snatch or your your clean and jerk, you know, improving your split jerk technique. But if your goal is, if you have limited time, if you have, um, 
a busy schedule, if you've got limited equipment, like your, your greatest asset are going to be the things that you can already do. And so I love this concept and in all ways, not just fitness, but in, in like your mindset, if you're good at business, if you're good at, um, what are you good at as a father? What are you good at as a husband? Right. There's, there's so many different ways and areas we could go into this. Uh, but I really like your, your example, um, about practicing the double unders. One of my, uh, one of my examples is hand, like handstand walks. Oh yeah. Like I, I've never, and I've been doing CrossFit for like 12 years, dude. And I still have not mastered a handstand walk. And I honestly don't care. Yeah. Why? I'm 41. <laughs> Competing in the CrossFit games or doing the CrossFit Open is not something that's important to me. What is important to me is being present for my wife and my kids, being, uh, being healthy and in shape. So I can, like we talked about a couple of times, jumping on the trampoline for 20 minutes with my kids and I'm not crushed and out of breath. Right. I want to be, I want to be able to be present with my kids and doing a handstand walk while it's cool. It's sexy. And I can show off. That's not what I'm, that's not what my, my purpose is for fitness. My purpose for fitness is for longevity of my life, being present with my kids. So focusing on my strengths, uh, I love burpees. Most people don't, um, I would rather do burpees than practice handstand walks. Because I know I can get in 10 minutes, I can bang out hundred burpees easy, get a good workout versus 10 minutes of practicing my handstand walks, falling on my face, like potentially hurting and injuring my shoulder. Yeah. Whatever the case. Right. So I, I really like this topic. Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, I, I, I'm, I want to be sort of like polarizing in that, like, you know, screw your weaknesses, focus on your strengths. But I also want to be acknowledged that there are times in your life when you are going to want to focus on some of your weaknesses, right? Like yes. we all have areas of development. So like if you're out of shape and in poor health and you, and you have really poor eating habits and, and no exercise habits, well, clearly like you should probably fix that, right? Like but what I also want to say is like, you could also double down to things like, you know, you're good at like, so like, if you like running, for example, and that's like your thing and like you hear like Zumba is a really great way to get fit. Maybe it is, but maybe if you're naturally like running, well, maybe you should probably do a little bit more of that. Right. Or, um, you know, same thing with like, you know, burpees. I love doing burpees too. And if you come into our program and you, you know, th there's a lot of burpees, but it's like, that's not like your, your strength. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. Right. But maybe, you know, there are other movements that you enjoy doing. You could do more pushups, do more squats, you know, like whatever. Right. So like, like there, you know, but when you're pressed for time, and this is when you're going to have to like, there are trade-offs like in, in whatever, not just like our fitness, but like in life in general, if you're pressed for time, like what are the things that you can focus on that you could really like double down on versus like, what are you going to spend time developing, right? Like I don't speak multiple languages is now the time of my life where I'm going to suddenly learn multiple languages because I saw some dude on TV can speak four languages or something like, no, probably not. Right. Like I'm not really good at, you know. I don't know, math, like is now as a 39, 40 year old, like is now the time, like I'm going to sit there and start learning algebra again? Like probably not. Right. So I could double down into things that I'm good at. Like I know how to problem solve. I know who to ask when I need support. I know how to do research. Right. But I probably don't necessarily need to go to seventh grade algebra again. 
to, to, right. to, to improve my life. Right. What are your thoughts there, man? I agreed hundred percent with everything that you're saying. And like in the context of what we're talking about with what we do in forging elite fathers and the people that are potentially listening to this right now, like what if we split wellness into two little categories for just a minute, you have a category of exercise and then you have a category of nutrition. Like what kind of food should I eat meal prep and stuff like that? Um, if you're sitting listening to this and you, and you're recognizing, yeah, I, I could, I could lose 10 to 20 pounds. I could get back into the gym. I could pursue fitness. I could eat better. If any of those thoughts are going through your mind. Okay. What's, what's the one thing that you have, in my opinion, the most experience in, is it being in the gym? Okay, cool. Let's get, at least get back into the gym and start moving your body more. And then as you develop that habit and it becomes more of a, a foundation for the way you're living your life now. So you focused on the strength. My strength is I'm, I'm used to exercising. I'm used to moving some weight and doing bench press and squats, whatever. Right. Now that you've reestablished that habit into your life because it was a strength in the past. Now it's a strength. Again, we've made it a habit. Now is when you have the opportunity to focus on your quote unquote weakness where, yeah, I've never really been good at meal prep or eating the right foods or being aware of what I should avoid or what I should focus more on. But because you have that strong base now of exercise is in place. Now we can start to dial in the weakness of the nutrition and you can slowly, like the idea is gain momentum with your strength. Mm -hmm. If you're gain momentum with your strength and then start to bring like the other things online as you go. Yeah. I really like that because that's actually sort of like a principle that, that I uh, applied to like my life as when I was a, a vice principal and now that I'm a business owner and I try to explain it to my wife in terms of like being a business owner, because she's always like, well, what are the taxes like? And you know, who, how much is going into this and how much is going. And I'm like, I don't know the answers to that just yet. Like I just started like, but what I am really good at is like marketing you know, like, like social media, like getting clients, coaching clients. Right. And like, and next year or this year, like I'll focus on the other aspects of, 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 of running a business. And then the year after that, I'll get even better at some other aspect of running a business, right? Mm -hmm. But right now I'm really good at this thing. So I'm going to double down on this thing until I can. And then even when I was a vice principal, I remember like, I was really good at like coaching and identifying like the, you know, like the, the, the highest leverage action step for a teacher. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was terrible at like scheduling things, um, you know, tracking data. Right. And, and so I became like, so every year rather than being like, Oh, this is the year where I'm going to get really good at all of those things. I was like, no, I, I know I'm not, I know I'm not going to get good at all of those things. I'm going to continue delivering high quality coaching, right. High quality action steps, high quality feedback. And then this year I'll make it more of my effort to like get really good at scheduling and keeping my calendar next year. I'll get really good at like uh, tracking data and using data to, to sort of like improve our coaching. Right. And then next year I'll get really good at, you know, curriculum design, et cetera, et cetera. But like, I, I knew that like, even though 
a vice principal should be good at all of those things. I knew I, I'd be setting myself up for failure if I held myself to that standard. And if mm. I tried to get really good at all of those things in like one school year versus like playing the long game, like, hey, in five years, if I'm really good at all those things, great. If I'm not really good at all those things at the end of this year, I'm not going to beat myself up. Same thing like running a business. Like if in five years from now, I still have no idea, no idea what I'm doing with my taxes and, you know, finance, well, then maybe I should probably get better, you know, like, but like, I'm, I, I didn't expect myself to get really good at all those things in like my first year of owning and operating my own business. I gave myself some grace. I was like, I'm really good at this. Next year I'll get really good at that. I, I like what you're, <clears throat> what you inadvertently said there was giving yourself some grace and recognizing like, what are the one or two big things that I can do right now that are going to elicit the most change that I'm good at already that I don't need to necessarily seek. I don't need more information. I don't need more motivation. I, I just need to apply mm -hmm. and I can do that. And by doing this one thing every day now for the next, let's do it for the next week. Let's do it for the next month. We'll do it for the next quarter. Right. And then look back and say, wow, I've really come a long ways. And this is now a habit. Now, once it's ingrained and it's, it's habitual, now we can start implementing the other areas. Uh, but like, like you said, the, the focusing on the strength of I'm good at this. And here's another thought too, is I'll talk about myself. I know I've been coaching for 13 years, man. I know how to program. Like I've spent upwards of close to six figures on education programs, coaching and learning over the last decade. Okay. I know a lot of stuff in my brain, but I also recognize that it takes up a lot of mental real estate. So even somebody with as much experience as myself, I hire coaches. So even, like you're talking about your business, I know how to do the marketing. I know how to get on the social media. I know how to acquire clients, et cetera. I don't know anything about taxes. So guess what? Pay a CPA to do that for you. Yeah, exactly. Another example. I know how to build. I know how to frame a house. I know how to do siding. I know how to do sheetrock. I know how to tape and float. Hell, I can do electric work. That's awesome. I know, I know how to do plumbing. Like my house, my, we built our house basically from the ground up. Wow. I know how to do these things. I don't want to <laughs> wait. I don't want to spend my time on it though. Because yeah. I could... I can always make more money, but I can't get my time back. Right. So I'd rather pay someone to come in and tape and float because they're going to do it a lot faster and a lot better than I would, because that's a weakness of mine. And I recognize that's a weakness of mine. So knowing what you're good at and what your priorities are, I believe is going to be the first step to taking correct action so that you can gain momentum so that you can start to change and become a new individual uh, that achieves the things that you say you want to achieve. Yeah. And like, just like you said, like doubling down the things that you're good at. I, first of all, I had no idea that you were so handy. If you lived close, you could come put some stuff up. <laughs> I am the complete opposite of that. You know, I'm from New York City. I did. I remember when I joined the army and like, we'd be out in, in the field doing like field operations, you know, digging in the dirt and, you know, setting up tents or whatever we did out in the army. 
people would look up at the sky and be like, oh, it's going to be cold tonight. I'm like, how the fuck can you tell? Like, that it's going to be cold. <laughs> they're like, oh, because there, there, are no, there are no clouds, so it's not trapping any of the heat. I'm like, I don't know any of this stuff. Like, Or they would say, like, yeah. oh, that there's a there's a gully or, or something. I'm like, what is, I don't even know what that is. Like, how do you know what, how do you, you know, these kids grew up in the woods. I grew up yeah. in, in, in the city. I had no idea about the, those basic things. So I'm, I'm not handy in any way. I don't know anything about my car. If my car breaks, I'm like, I don't know somebody fix it uh, yeah so so i'm i know how to do houses but i'm not a i'm not a mechanic i know how to change the oil and rotate tires that's about it you know put a belt on if needed or <laughs> fix a light bulb but um but again like, even even in those things man it's like i know what i'm good at and i right. also know where when and where i need to outsource and get the accountability or the support that i need because that's a weakness of mine so the cool thing is like i didn't even think about this but the cool thing is you know what your strength is, okay? And you recognize what your weakness is too. That's important that we recognize what the weakness is. Right. But we're saying double down on the strength, yes. And if you can find someone or something to compensate for the weakness, now you're now you're it's a win-win, okay? Like like the accountability that the guys in our program get in forging right. elite fathers they're not aware of the macros and how to build the sustainable habits. And it's, it's outside of their realm of perception and that's fine, but they know that they can exercise. And so you see, like there's a, there's a path there. They're coming on board. Like I know I can exercise because they're watching the post. I'm, I imagine they're seeing some of the workouts that you're posting. Like, yeah, this is, this is something that I can do. Hell yeah, let's go. And you know what? The area that you're weak in, that's what you've got these coaches for. And that's where we're going to come in and support you. So you can stay focused on what you've got to do. And we're going to give support on the other areas. But this is true in any aspect of your life. We talked about business. You're not good at taxes? Hire a freaking CPA. You're not good at taping and floating on the wall? Get yourself a contractor. You don't know how to like fix your teeth? Go to a freaking dentist. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Know what you're good at and go for it and be aware of the areas that you get to improve and be kind to yourself, man. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I don't know how to fix my teeth. No, I'm just going to go to the dentist. Yeah, it's true. Be kind to yourself. It's true. And, and for whatever reason, like guys in particular, right? Like have this sort of like, I don't want to say it's an ego thing, but it's sort of like I can, you know, the lone wolf thing, right? Like I can mm -hmm. figure this out on my own. I can do this on my own. And the other day I broke my sink because I was like, I could do this on my own. And I literally broke the sink, dude. I, I didn't nice. tell you the story. I am, And it was like such a super, such a stupid thing. It was just like the sink had a clog. I unscrewed it. And then I tried to screw the thing back on and it would not tighten because the, oh. the, the sort of like grooves were, yeah, yeah. were, were messed up. Out. Yeah, I stripped it out. So so like I even as no matter how tight I got, it was still leaking. So I was like, this is the perfect analogy of like I always tell people like if you hire a plumber if you don't know how to do plumbing, and there I am breaking my own sink, right? And mm -hmm. so um, the point of that is to say like one is like we're not saying don't to ignore your weaknesses forever, right? But we are saying is like like focus on like your strength. Like if you know like you're not good at that, what are you good at? Hire out the things that you're not good at until you become good at them, or maybe you don't ever have to become good at them, right? So, like for example, like I, so many people who I get on calls with are like, I know what I should be doing. I don't want to think about it though. I'd rather just be told what my workouts are every day. I could yeah. 
come up with workouts. I could go find them on Instagram or whatever. I don't want to. I just want to wake up and see it on the app. Like I just want to see it, like a, have like a to-do list, which obviously we give like our each of our members like a to-do list with some habits we want you to start tracking, some data we want you to track in the workout of the day, of course. And like, if that's something you know about yourself, then great, right? Then stop spinning your wheels and lying to yourself and tell yourself, you're going to figure this out. You're going to do it on your own and all that stuff. Like, I know I'm not good at hanging things up. I'm going to break, I'm going to put a hole in the wall. There's going to be like three holes behind the frame, right? Until I finally get it right. And like, I know that about myself. And so I'd rather hire out for that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I had a thought and it, it, it just eluded me, but it, it's along the lines of, um, you just said it, knowing what the weakness, what the weak area is knowing what you, what you want to accomplish. I think that's so important. And I know we've said it before, knowing what your intention and what your priority is and turning the volume down on that voice in the back of your head that says, uh, I'm going to do it on my own. How many days have you said, I'm going to do that tomorrow? How many days ago was that? Right. How many years ago was that? I'll start tomorrow. I'll start Monday. How many Mondays ago was that? You got, we talked about this on the last podcast. You have a limited number of Mondays, <laughs> my friend. That's right. A limited number. Yeah. So if, if you're really good at making money, use that money to leverage your weaknesses. Yeah. I, my, uh, so I have a, a business mentor and, uh, we were joking the other day and I was, I was explaining to him how I was, I noticed I was getting frustrated at doing meal prep one weekend because I had a lot of stuff to do. It's like, man, I got yeah. all this stuff to do. I don't feel like spending three hours in the kitchen cooking. It just, my mind was elsewhere. Yeah. And he goes, how much money do you make per hour? I was like, I don't know. He goes, do you think it's more than $15 an hour? I was like. Yeah, I think it's more than $15 an hour. And he goes, why don't you do like the, the meal prep that, that they send it to your house? And I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. Or even I saw, and then, and then it just, you know, how social media works because they're listening all the time, right? Ha, 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 ha. Uh, but I saw on social media, like, go to, I went to my local uh, barbecue place. Yeah. And I ordered catering for 10 people, brisket, green beans, uh, potatoes for 10 people. And I brought it home and I divided it up. And that was my meal prep. <laughs> brisket. So I'm like, and it was cheaper than me, like going to the store yeah, and, and buying my own stuff. So my point is I knew my strength in that situation was my strength and my priority was getting some things done for my business so that I could show up for my family that later that weekend, that right. was the goal. And spending time in the kitchen was not part of that goal. It was actually impeding. It was, that was the weakness. And so I outsourced it. Yeah, man. So double down on the strength because, uh, I mean, highlight that shit, man. You, you guys, Kevin, you yourself, guys listening to this, you have things that you're capable of that you've done in the past. You, you've done hard things. You can do this. Figure out what your priorities are. Figure out what your goal is and then decide. Decide and thug it out. Go for it. Oh, yeah. I love that. And for, for you who are listening, if you're ready to decide and to thug it out, 
you yeah. should go ahead and go to forgingleadfathers.com and click on that apply button and we'll get in touch with you. I'll personally be in touch with you to work out all the details, to work out like what are your areas of strength? What are your areas of weakness that you still need to develop? How can we double down on your areas of strength so that you can become the fit dad that you want to become, so that you become the role model of health and fitness for your family, for generations to come, so that you can become the husband that your wife intended to marry and the 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 the, the, the father that your children need, right? And we are going to help you tip the scale so that we can double down on your strengths and develop your weaknesses as we go while giving ourselves some grace, while being realistic, while setting realistic expectations, and of course, getting a ton of support along the way. So any final thoughts on this on this chapter, Ryan, before we say goodbye? No, I say go for it, guys. Now's the time. Awesome. And yeah, now's literally the time because if you're listening to this in real time, we are in March, right? And in what, 12 weeks from now is Memorial Day. That's the summer. We have countless people who've lost 20 pounds in 20 in, in 12 weeks. So what would being 20 pounds by down by Memorial Day, what kind of impact would that have on your life? How you show up, your confidence, your self-esteem, like your energy levels, right? Like your 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 relationship with your children, your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your coworkers, your confidence at work and beyond. So again, just go to forgingleadfathers.com, click on that apply button, and I will personally be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals, all right? So until I see you next time, Legacy Makers, let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.